This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Smoking a fast spliff in a brand new Benz. No ID on the track. Let the story begin. Begin. So they don't creep up But the way I'm getting this money Niggas can't keep up You niggas can't keep up Niggas got beef But it can't be much I'm still walking through the crowds Like I can't be touched Top back all black Gretzky puck Ice skate a little later Might let me fuck Damn She might let me fuck Last night I cried tears of joy What did I do to deserve this? Vacheron on my wrist a year ago I didn't even know the bitches for the motherfucker No insurance on the motherfucker Ain't life a bitch But you gotta keep a wet Keys open doors so I gotta keep a set Everybody know that I'm a lot of people threat Biggest smalls in the flesh living life after my death Yesterday I read my horoscope Tell me Lord will I be born broke Tell me Lord will I be dealing dope I wanna take my mama to the poker dope Low part for me. Ones I leave behind. At least they can't see me cry. And I ask when someone wants to feed me. Why? Damn shame what happened to CeeLo. <laughs> he kind of quietly got away from that little rape thing. Didn't he? <laughs> damn shame what happened to him. <laughs> damn, CeeLo Green. Oh, him shit. and Mystical just living their life, huh? Yep, yeah. And nobody said nothing. Yeah, that Clay Thompson shit was funny, bro. Oh, man. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 239 of This Week in Culture. Uh, I'm your host, Ant Wood, a.k.a. Trinidad, and a.k.a. the 40 God and one half of the culture. And I got my brother with me. Jay, what up, though? What up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, one half of the culture, one half of everything. What's popping? This week, we bring to you the episode four review of We Own This City on HBO and HBO Max, streaming Best every Monday. Yeah, this episode was fire. I felt like it was TV. This episode was fire. Dog, this episode was so fire, I really be forgetting these niggas are acting. <laughs> like, John Bernthal, yo, I know I had a couple, not not hesitations, not aversions. I just wasn't all the way convinced on him as an actor. Some roles, I was kind of like, eh. Some, I was like, yo, he cool. He killing this shit, bro. Like That I- nigga's insane, dog. Yeah, he is. He's insane. Like, he, he making all fact, cops look bad right now, bro. The fact that, like, in real life, he's probably, like, some well-read, intelligent, <laughs> yeah, super facts, calm dude. Facts. The fact he can look dumb bro, by just looking there. Like, he can look dumb just standing bro, there. He be looking dumb and dumbfounded. <laughs> How you look dumb and dumbfounded? Like, he be in shock when these niggas read off charges. Like, what? Like, that Freddie Gray scene, that nigga looked shocked like he ain't know he be committing crimes. That shit wild, Like, dog, dog he was sitting, yo, man, he bodying this shit. Um, salute to the guy before we even get into, you know, the episode later. Rob Brown, a.k.a. Finding Forrester, a.k.a. Dog from Coach Carter, a.k.a. Officer or Detective Ward on this episode. Yeah, for sure. My nigga was bodying it, dog. Yo, where he be at, dog? I don't know where he be at and why he ain't been around because this nigga can act. He was on a NBC show I used to like. 
Straight. Matter of fact, it was uh the shit about old girl who white blonde hair Russian girl. She woke up and couldn't remember her. Oh, uh, 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 that shit was on a few with years. the tattoos. Yeah. Oh shit. Hold up, dog. And that shit was on for a couple years. Blind spot. Blind spot. Yep. Blind spot. Yep. That was yep. some, that was my shit. Blind spot was good. Yo, NBC Yo. is good for some shows. <laughs> NBC good for one season of a dope show that don't get no viewers, and then they take it away from your life. That shit was dope, man. Blind spot was fire, dog. My nigga, I, why is Raven Reddington still on on television? <laughs> I didn't know that shit. I thought that shit was over years ago. I didn't know that shit was still. That, on. It's like the series, the series finale, like this year or something. Let me ask you, because this is relevant to what we on right now. When is the This Is Us series finale officially? Because they throwing week. me off. What's today? Every uh shit, the seventeenth. Today Tuesday though. Right? Yeah, it's it's two episodes left. Today, okay, this week and next and then week. next week. Yeah, every commercial for this whole season has said <laughs> the final episodes. <laughs> the final episode. I'm like, bro, I don't know when it is, dog. All right, man. So now that the final episodes is coming up. I'm going to finally watch This Is Us. <laughs> Yo. I'm going to just binge it for three years straight. You shouldn't want to cry that, for that long consistently. <laughs> <laughs> you should not cry for that long consistently, my nigga. Duh. I don't know what a, what about this show or the writing. Like, yeah. niggas will craft a tear. Yeah. Yeah, no. Nah, it's sorcery. I, I, it's sorcery. I've heard all the things. That's one of the reasons, honestly, that I hesitated to watch it because I was like, I don't want to go into it and then not cry and then feel like the devil or some shit. And they not like cry yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, oh my gosh. But like just died. the emotion, yeah. They be like, oh, why, why am I so heavy? <laughs> yeah, man. Like I, I can tell the vibe is on uh, just from all the commercials over the years. I watched a few episodes with my mom, but I never sat down and just watched. So I, I'm going to really do that. Um, but yeah, man, salute to This Is Us. Uh, rest in peace to Jazz, too. Mm. I just wanted to throw that out there one more time. Um, bruh. We got a lot going on in the culture, man. Before we get to this episode, bro, um, let's start light. Kendrick album drop. I listen to Shop Talk. <laughs> I know what uh I know what, you know, me, you, Dame, Curve. I know what some niggas is, is already thinking from that Kendrick album, but now when they had a few days to sit with it. Can't please everybody. Yo, man. That is a really Good fucking album, dog. I I enjoy it. Um, I'm still listening to it. Same. Um, and this is know, not a a one week classic or one week. No, nah, I'm disappointed. No, nah, bro. Um, as far as this like art, yeah, artistry, yeah, you know, it's up there with just like good works of art. Facts. Not forget music, like just works of art. Yep. Bodies of work. I think Kendrick does it. Um, I get it if that's not the type of shit that you into. You Facts. know what I'm saying? Like. Facts. If you don't want to dissect a fucking album, you just want to listen to it and like, yo, this sounds good to ride around with. Yeah, you know, it could it could not be your cup of tea? But I, I honestly thought it. I didn't know it was gonna be so easily to listen to. Yeah, for me. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be more reminiscent to Pimper Butterfly, where it's not necessarily easily riding music, so yeah. to speak. But this shit kind of flowed. I I felt like this was probably the best mix of the two different sides of Kendrick that you can get where you can get the super introspective to pimp a butterfly shit, or you could get a really like well-produced, well-crafted album. Like, damn, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I felt like this more so than section 80 more so than, uh, even, I mean, good kid, mad city was probably the best of both, but I feel like this is probably like, as far as the listening 
and like the the just hearing it, I, I feel like this is probably number two behind Good Kid, Mad City. Um, not in like just what's the best album, but what you can really ride around and just fucking have this shit banging and not even know. You know what I'm saying? Like you, some of this shit you really do got to sit with. Uh, Pistons got the fifth pick. Oh shit! Damn. All right, I bet a couple dollars that they was gonna get the one. Who got the one? They ain't got there yet. I'm not sure. Oh, oh, that's in the text. That's in yeah. the text. All right, I got you. But um, yeah, man, this is a fucking really good album, dog. It's uh, it's heavy. It's a lot. It's just um, like a. It's a, It's so many different themes. So yeah. many kind. Like I said, like our last week episode on Shop Talk was based off one song. Yeah, yeah. And we wasn't about the song. Mm-mm. It was just about some of the themes. Yeah. Um, Auntie Diaries broke me down. Whew. Uh. That that took me out. Mother I Sober broke me down. That was a lot. That was a lot. Heavy. That was a lot. Um, he Heavy. went into a different bag on those. Father Time, he went into a different bag on that. Malcolm and Marie. I oh, mean, my God. Uh, <laughs> we cried again. Yo, salute to Taylor Page. Um, Taylor Page is an actress, and apparently I cannot limit her to just being an actress. Uh, she's and she's artist. a good damn actress. Uh, she's the artist for show because – she came on there and her and Kendrick body that. Um, it was funny. I, I saw, you know, a few people say this was the audio version of Malcolm and Marie. And I hated it just as much as I hated the movie. Like, only toxic people can like this song. And I'm like, no. This is just good, bro. <laughs> like, it's good. I don't know why people feel like if you like some shit down, like, it applies to you. Like, dog, I just really enjoyed that fucking song, bro. Like, you don't think people like this exist in the world? Come on, now. Y'all friends with them. You don't think them kind of conversations happen? Come on, now. And it wasn't, like, one-sided. It wasn't like, yo, I'm a man, so I'm just going to dog shit. Like, no. She handed that nigga back everything. Low-key, I think she had the upper hand. (laughs) If we be at 100%, the nigga lost. (laughs) He lost, dog. He did not win. That is funny, man. Um, yeah, dog. It's just this is really good music. Um, I'm gonna be sitting with this for a really long time. I, uh, it took me two days to get to the second half. Future is not your savior. Factuals. J Cole Factuals. is not your savior. Factuals. Kendrick Lamar is not your savior. Factuals. Like your real life still exists. <laughs> That's the part I want everybody to always know, dog. Real life still exists. Um, salute to Kodak Black. But for, for just coming in and being diverse. You know the video uh that he dropped? Yeah. He shot that shit two years ago. <laughs> body. That's a body. Two years ago. That's the video resurfaced, the tweet resurfaced, and video resurfaced <laughs> from two years ago. And they got this nigga floating over the water in that same shit. Wow. That's fucking wild, man. Like nigga, I've been sitting on this shit for two years, my nigga. Like in ninety five. It's it's a tendency anytime somebody do anything these days artistically, we tend to call shit call niggas a genius, call shit classic, call all that. I ain't about to call the album classic or nothing like that. I will say though, his genius is undeniable at this point, man. Like I I I'm just very impressed with this album um as a whole. Both halves second half got better, which was surprising because that don't always happen on a quote double disc. Um, he was just fucking bodying this man. It's a lot to ingest. To your point, um, because I, I seen a few people Friday morning, seven a.m. up with the slander. Yo, I like music. I can just put on and let ride. I don't want to have to listen to all this shit. It's too much. They make music. That's for what's up. Like you. 
I don't even know why you cut it on though. If that's what you like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why you listening to this? Because you want to be involved, you want to be a part of the convo, or you want to be a hater? Because you ain't gotta say. You could cut it on and feel the way you feel and not say nothing. But when I cut it on, like I was in like the first four to five, so I, they was easily listening. They was fam. All this shit was fire from Rip. From yeah. Rip. you know what's funny though? Some niggas do just want to be haters. Cause like it's mad shit I don't like, mad music artists I'm just not feeling. I don't get online and post about them, but niggas want to. On Friday morning you want to jump on there and talk to everybody else that's online praising the shit. You want to say something too? Yeah, I get it, man. Y'all niggas is boring haters. But that said, dog, I thought this shit was great. I'm be listening for a long time, man. It's a lot of themes to pick mm-hmm. up on. Get into that Kendrick if you have not already. Orlando got the first pick. Orlando. You think they about to get shit? <laughs> Orlando don't deserve nothing, dog. Um, salute to Kendrick, man. Last product project on TDE. That was a fucking great <laughs> way to that go might out, be the bro. Last project we ever hear from Kendrick. Dog. Facts, because this one took five years. The next one might take twelve to fifteen. The next one might be a fucking fed sentence. Um, did you watch that episode of Atlanta? Kevin Samuels on it, dog. I fell asleep. Bro. Because it was like 4 o'clock in the morning when yeah. I was trying to watch it. But, yes. That shit was good, dog. Um, this is probably, my opinion, the best episode so far this season. Um, you know, he's he's done the alternating. It'll be about him and Paperboy, and then it'll be like a, a racial trope episode. This shit was fire. Um, <laughs> salute to Dog, who played the, the mixed kid on this episode. He actually black as fuck on his Instagram. Um, really mixed in real life. I thought so at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. You could kind of see it. Then when they showed his dad, I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And when then he started saying nigga, I was like, yeah. I think he can say it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I think he can say it. He said it to, yeah. to, to hurt your feelings, but I think he can say it. I went on dog uh, Instagram. He played football at Florida State. Niggas, uh, uh, yeah, Alpha. He hella black. He be marching. He he, he doing his part, man. Um, but more importantly, he killed this fucking episode. Uh, Kevin Samuels. Very eerie to watch. Uh, the, the, the timing on that. That was wild. That was wild. That. Uh, I felt sad too, though. I did too. Because like, damn, he didn't even get himself, see himself on television. And man. this was like a really great moment for him. Like what he was doing in this episode. If you haven't watched it, we ain't going to spoil it. But what he was, was portraying and what he was doing in the episode, I just, it was completely different from, you know, what everybody think they know about Kevin Samuels and, uh, it was, I don't know, I just thought it was dope. It was a good episode, man, and, and he ain't get a chance to get his flowers from that. And that's sad as fuck, dog. Um, we got a little slander from telling people to not, like, slander dead people last week. I don't give a fuck. I'll say that <laughs> shit again. <laughs> like, how you got a problem with that, though? Like, <laughs> yo, don't, don't speak ill on the dead. Y'all niggas wrong. What if when he was alive, he said something? That, fam. What, so you should have said it to his face. When he, I don't know. I don't care. Like, just don't no. speak ill on the dead. <laughs> like, I, this this message is very simple, I bro. think it's whack because the nigga can't respond back to you. That's it. That's, That's it. why I think it's whack. Man. I think it's whack. And to everybody who wanted to throw out, oh, him dying was his karma. I don't want your karma to come get you and have come up in, over your life because you yeah. speaking ill on the dead motherfucker. Yeah. I believe in that. Yeah, heart disease is karma. Yeah, man. <laughs> <All> right, uh, <laughs> he, 
I ain't gonna say what I was about to say, but man, I had one right there, dog. Trying to keep us on the air. Um, all right, dog. We got to get to it. Uh, I didn't want to go this heavy, but I feel like every podcast, something I don't know, something like this always comes up, man. Uh, the mass shootings in Buffalo, Buffalo, New York. Uh, first, want to say rest in peace to them people. Um, to to the eleven people who got killed. 13 shot, 11 killed. Um, a friend of mine, her brother-in-law was one of the people killed. Shit. Uh, yeah, a friend of mine in Atlanta. She's originally from Buffalo. Um, her brother-in-law got killed. Uh, unfortunately, returning to the store, because her sister, his wife, had just been there about 20 minutes prior and forgot something that they needed and returned to the store and uh, ended up getting killed in the massacre. Um, when one of the um one of the homies that uh uploaded the video yeah. in the group chat, and I didn't know what it was. I watched it and yeah. I didn't know what it was. It what they didn't even say, yo, this is, it was just yeah. a, it was just, just a, here a screen yeah. recording of it. Got gotcha. you. I, I guess they they scraped everything from the internet, but this was prior to. Uh-huh. And I watched like forty six seconds of it from yeah. him getting out the car into. And uh, I didn't know I was watching it. Yeah. And um, it was uh, it was it was some shit on there that was like, yo, uh, yo, this is fucking wild. Sick shit, dog. Um, I don't I don't understand how you eighteen in twenty twenty two and you got that much hate in your heart for black people. Well, I do understand it. It's trained. It's taught to you. Um, yeah. And uh, yo, he shot like three white people first. Yeah. <laughs> when he got not, this is not laughing. Yeah, yeah, but like, soon as he got out the car, it was bad. I'll just say it was bad. I'm don't look at the video, people. It was yeah. bad. Yeah, like it was bad, and some of it was like it's bad, man. I I can't really say anything else but bad. Um, I don't. There is no answer for it. There is no way for us to stop this, that, or the other. We we all got to understand that the entire world is being held together by quote unquote good people. Yeah. Because at any moment anybody could do whatever the what evil shit they wanted to and they don't. Yep. Most of the time because I'll venture to say 99% of people on the planet don't want no problems like that. Yeah. Or who are afraid of the consequences of said problem so they don't they never go through with it. You can think whatever you want in your head, but like the way that the, the reason that you can go into a concert and that concert not get shot up every single time, yeah. even though it's probably mad niggas in there with gun, like it's just because people. Yeah. And we got to like you at the mercy of of people every single day. Mm-hmm. Any day a nigga can be on the freeway and say, I want to end it all and just cross over the lanes. And while out. And there's, there's, there's literally nothing that we can do about it. Bro, It's um, it was wild because the next day, uh, and, and God bless the people. I, don't, I think they said one person died. I ain't, ain't fact-checked that. But the next day in Laguna Hills, it was a shooting at a church. I heard about um, that yesterday. Laguna Hills, California, uh, shooting at, I think they said, a predominantly Asian church. Um, there was a shooting there. One person apparently died, uh, and like four others were injured. And then there was a rumor. They hog tied him. 
They hog tied them. There's no way to say hog tied and not go to. <laughs> yeah, he tried to hog tie. <laughs> like, I don't know how to. Hog. But no, then it was a rumor. Um, uh, Saturday afternoon, well, late Saturday. Pardon me. Uh, going into Sunday morning, that there had been a stampede at the Lovers and Friends concert in Vegas with Usher and them. Uh, they said. And it was an actual stampede at the show, but they said it was a rumor that somebody was shooting and then people started running. You know how that go. One nigga started running in a crowd. Everybody fucking breaks out. So the concert ended early on Saturday. And uh, I don't think there was an actual shooting. I think they just said it was like a loud like speaker or some shit. But it's just was, wild, dog. It was wild that that concert actually took place. Also a fact. I thought that was a pyramid been, scheme. I've <laughs> been talking about that shit for four years. I thought that was a pyramid scheme for like, sure. Like... Uh, uh, crypto niggas is running that motherfucker. I thought this was the forex niggas. Uh, yeah, sign up for my <laughs> lovers and friends. But um, I don't, I don't know, man. It's it's to your point, dog. To know that you're at the mercy of really any crazy motherfucker that might decide one day I'm gonna just flip and go crazy. What's so quiet? It's wild. It's wild, but that's how God designed it. Yeah, because He gave us all free will. Yep. Like at any point, anybody can do some crazy shit, mm-hmm. and we gotta thank our lucky stars because that's the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, that more people don't go crazy yeah. like that. Yeah, like we are like you never know what a nigga going through, right? Dog, his parents tried to blame COVID on it. You see uh, that shit? I, that that shit nah. is wild. That shit is wild, dog. <laughs> like say yo, the isolation from COVID. I'm like fan from two years ago. That's what got that nigga tripping in 2022? Because we was quarantined for 30 minutes, nigga. Like, we was literally quarantined for, like, three weeks. You ain't have to come outside. But, like, shit start opening after a few weeks. Where are you from? Canada? Because them niggas <laughs> like, still in the house. <laughs> <laughs> the motherfuckers can't go nowhere. Canada did it right. They also yeah. say, hey, here go uh, 20000 <laughs> They gave them niggas, what, like, 800 a month, some shit? Whatever they was handing them niggas. $14 in America. Hey, <laughs> hey, but stay in the crib, though. <laughs> stay in the crib. Um, To be 18 while and out like that, man, he, he had all the nigger and hear your reparations and all that shit written on the rifle. Like, uh, Listen, after these events happen, uh, as crazy as they are, I don't know about any truth after the media gets hold of it. Yeah. You granted, see the nigger on there on the yeah, yeah on the joint. Some of this shit just it just it's just too wild for me, man. Yeah, man. Ah, uh, it's I fucked up, man. Like I how do you how you stop a nigga from doing that shit, dog? Was wild uh and again, I ain't see the video. Um I seen I was on Twitter and I read about what happened already and then I just happened to be on Twitter and uh the only video that I saw on my timeline cut off. It was him pulling into the parking lot, and then it cut off right before he got out the car. This so he shot somebody one second later. Yeah, literally, and that's that's what I heard because I heard about. It. They said it was like four people killed right in the parking lot, um, and one additional person shot, but who didn't die in the parking lot. Uh, and because I I seen a video of a lady giving her account, she was like, "I live across the street. I was watching the whole shit from my porch." I just realized something though. What's that? In? No white males were killed. Mm-mm. So I did see that clip. You see the clip of him telling dog sorry? Nigga, nigga untucked like, yo, yo. Nigga said, oh, shit, sorry. I wasn't here to shoot you. Maybe that was the inside man. Hey, man. Shit is wild, dog. I don't know. Shit is fucking wild, man. Uh, but that said, even though I ain't see the video, um, I heard it was uh, graphic. 
graphic as fuck. Um, very, very depressing. If you can, and I posted this on Facebook, like like some people was already down on the ground. They shot him again just yeah. because. Like if you can avoid that shit, because I know some to the point you said, yo, this shit just came in a group chat. I didn't know what the fuck it was. Shit just happened. It's a screenshot or a screen record. I hadn't even fully heard about the shooting. Yeah, yeah. Um, But like some people, you know exactly what you're looking at. And then you watch it just so you can make a post. Or just so you can say, yo, that video was crazy. Because I've seen a few motherfuckers doing that. Don't do that if you if you don't have to watch it. If you don't, you know, maybe catch the shit before you can control it. Like, don't watch it, dog. Like, I, I, I just feel like the trauma that comes from seeing shit like that, it, it ain't worth being able to go online and say, yo, this shit was crazy. And I know a lot of motherfuckers who watch this video so, went and sought it out just so they could say this shit was crazy. So check this out. Yeah. You probably going to disagree. Not you per se. But. Talking about your man, Sean King. I don't. I, I'm, I'm not a fan. Yeah. And he is the number one seller of black trauma. He only has one product to sell. Yeah. And everybody lines up for it. When I, I had I unfollowed him on Twitter yeah. years ago, because the dead bodies that I see on my timeline, and black people getting murdered and whatever the fuck, they all come from him. Mm-hmm. And there is this underswelling of people saying, "Yo, we shouldn't be watching this shit." Well, that's all the fuck he peddled. That's what got him rich. Yeah. And I don't like it. I don't. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then like, well, he's just trying to show that this is still going on. You sound like niggas who rap about murder and drugs talking about, I just want niggas to know what's going on in the hood. We got it. Yeah. We yeah. understand it. Yep. You, you don't got to tell me no more. I posted, I posted on Facebook. It might've been a year or two ago and it, it was, it was in jest, but I was like, something like them Sean King posts always start like, oh my God, you got to see this shit. Like I'm so seething mad. Da-da. Like he, he draws you in with all this ire. Shout out to Detroit Red. She She's mentioned it like, yo, yeah. he more mad at how the police responded to the incident than the actual shooting and killing itself. Yeah. Like yeah. I've never seen a group of people seek out ways to be less than yeah. like this current group of people. Yeah. I will find, I will read an article and look for the slight. I will look for the perceived slight. And that's something I'm going to bet. You see this? That's why we ain't winning as a people because they said. But that's the drawing. That's the drawing to get you to watch the video. Because if you see, oh, shit, look how, you know, gently they handling this nigga versus how they handle another situation. Then you're going to say, well, let me go read what he did. Then you go and read what he did. And then you say, nah, he couldn't have did it like that. Let me go find a video. And now you've been on Sean King page for an hour because all this shit is posted in order of how he wants to present it to you. Um, I'm, I'm, I like people who fight for us. I don't like people whose fight for us is. Sean King was on Atlanta last week. <laughs> but he wasn't <laughs> You gotta catch that I don't like people whose fight for us Is uh, Is like based on The traumatic shit that happens to it. Like yo you, nigga you post like the dope Shit that you be doing Like post the wins I don't wanna see us get killed I hate that shit Like I And it was funny I had somebody hit me uh, When I posted the shit on Facebook the other day Like yo if you can avoid it Don't watch that video uh, One of my homies from back in the day He hit me and was like 
nigga, you wild. We used to watch Faces of Death at your crib. And I'm like, I know, nigga. That's why I got desensitized to seeing shit like this. It's because I used to sit up and watch Faces of Death and listen to fucking Bone album for an hour and a half. And it's also why I'm fucked up now. Nigga. I'm just trying to save niggas, dog. Just because I did it once don't mean I want to keep Come doing it for the bro, rest of my fucking life. just because I did it when I was 12 and nobody told me not to don't mean it was right, You nigga. know how much fucked up shit I used to do? Nigga. And Come watch, on, bro. And say? Come on, bro. And I'm like, talking about last week. So <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, dog, it's, it's really a thing where I think people... With with black trauma, especially dog, Yo, it's is really not gonna show up for the eight to ten. It's eight fifty one. Money in the bank. Money in the bank. <laughs> show me what you think, nigga. Um, it's it's just wild that black trauma, for whatever reason, is so entertaining to people, dog. Like we we find entertainment. We find you know seventy five different Facebook posts. And and tweet tweets and and Instagram po- and all these like things that we use to like take this trauma and then make it viral, dog. And it's just it's wild to me, bro. Like I don't think that um that people really understand like the damage that we do to ourselves when we like really engage with some of this shit. And I think you know with with a nigga like Sean King who says, yo, this is what I want for black people. I want them to stop doing this, doing this, doing that, treat us this way and treat us that way. But then you show them treating us so poorly. But it's like, yo, nigga, you you showing them maim us. You showing them slaughter. Like, we don't need to see that. I heard what happened. To see what happened is like, it's like, I don't know if he think he pushing like a, a better narrative. Like, yo, if you see it, you'll really get it. But it's like, bro, that come shit off, is damaging, dog. Come off scammy. Also, uh, I'm not sure if you saw this, uh, mm. allegedly, mm-hmm. uh, the other Black Lives Matter founder, Patrice Cullors, used her funds to pay her friends and family large sums of various consulting services. She yep. paid her baby father $970,000 for creative services, uh, her brother $840,000, um, and her, uh, her director uh, $2.1 million of the Black Lives Matter money Goes to her friends and family after she didn't she just buy like two cribs first, like two million dollars or some shit. So I, I read literally on my way up here, um, New York Post profiting off of black trauma, That's New York Post saying. email. Uh, and I hate the way the New York Post worded this, so this is their wording, not ants. But I do hate, don't, don't let the wording make you miss what they're saying. Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter paid co founder's baby daddy. Nearly five times more than they paid the Trayvon Martin Foundation. That's crazy. Don't let that baby daddy part, because to your point about Sean King, niggas that get caught up in that baby daddy part, and oh, the New York Post, look how they talking about us. Because, like, we say baby daddy and baby mama all the fucking time. But the white person. New York Post said. If somebody referenced what we actually say, it's like, no, nigga, you can't say it. And here's the thing I know why the New York Post wrote it like that. Because that's, it's scathing and it's fun and it's tantalizing and oh, now niggas are going to read it. Cool. Fuck what they said. Y'all niggas need to hear that. They paid her child's father as an employee of Black Lives Matter five times more than they paid the Trayvon Martin Foundation. Black Lives Matter started because of Trayvon Martin. Wow. Most of the money that she's made should have gone to the Trayvon Martin Foundation. There's no reason that one person made five times more than that based off Trayvon's Martin name, dog. 
why ain't they put it? Remember when it was like rich people was like basically evil? And if you're a landlord, you evil. <laughs> Jeff Bezos shouldn't have yeah. money because yeah. you're evil. Yeah. Don't she got a lot of money now? Do that make do it? Don't. Bought six million dollar houses. <laughs> wow. Six of them boys. Did you see the video of uh, Candace Owens going to her crib trying to get an interview? Yo, shout out to Candace Owens. I disagree with 11% of her content, <laughs> but the other uh, the other percent, 80, other 89, she'd be spot on. She's not a liar. I disagree with probably I, like 95% of her content, but this fell into that 5% because she recorded herself going to uh, Patricia Culler's home to try to speak to her about like, yo, it's a lot coming out about these funds and where they went. And we just want to talk with you and da, da, da. Patricia colors, um, got on her Insta live and said a bunch about Candace Owens and her security and her cameraman. Uh, they were like beating down her door and da, da, da. And then it was like, the video came out and Candace Owens like rang the bell. <laughs> like it was like mad regular. And it was like, yo, you got me agreeing with Candace Owens right now. Like that's wild. I don't agree with her position yeah. on some stuff, but then I don't disagree with some of the facts that she says. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, that's like when they found out Sean King got his own nine hundred fifty thousand dollar house somewhere. Yeah. They're like, "But it's Jersey, though." Yeah. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the Jersey the houses in Jersey and, and cost way thing. more than that. Here's the thing. Let's because I I don't want this misconstrued. Just like I say with pastors who have a lot of money. I'm never saying that these people aren't supposed to get money. Like if you get millions of people behind you, I don't expect that you're going to be broke by the end of this dog. If you are, I don't know that you hustled the way you were supposed to hustle within whatever you were doing dog. But this don't hustle. The, the, don't but hustle. The, don't the, hustle the people. Hustle. Don't hustle the movement. That's what I, I think be getting lost. Like, Yo, dog, it's a lot of, because again, a lot of niggas talk about the black church and yo, motherfuckers is giving all their money to T.D. Jason and uh, Joel Osteen and these niggas got million dollar, billion dollar homes and they got $500 million car, da, da, da. And then most of the people in the church is broke. Yo, most of the people who donated to Black Lives Matter. Broke as hell. Broke. And that's what uh, a couple years ago, I think it was on this pod, me and Jay said, like, don't confuse the Black Lives Matter organization with the, with the fact that my black life matters. Yeah, the statement and the organization these are two, two different, different things. things and i i hate it because the media made it where these are one and the same well some people in the media be talking about the organization mm-hmm. and when a, when we hear that we think they talking about the state yeah and that's uh, and when they I be like i hate shit. that black lives matter bullshit they're uh, not talking i hope <laughs> yeah yeah you would think right i would think uh but you know some of them are probably are uh, yeah I don't know, man. It's it's just fucked up because it's like, one, I hate it. And I said this way back then when it happened in, in 2015, 16, when they created Black Lives Matter. Or not 2015, that was 2011. Niggas uh, um, been eating for a long time. A long fucking, my goodness. Uh, I hate it that they branded it. You don't you don't brand somebody's death. You don't, you don't brand that young man's murder and then turn it into a thing and i hated that you know again such a simple poignant real statement got turned into a fucking brand and then and now it's all this other bullshit behind it because all this bullshit all it does is cloud the statement my black life still matters bro like don't kill me just because i'm fucking here and i'm black and i'm on earth like chance was like jesus black life ain't matter 
Damn. Yo, the coloring book was so great. Yo, what happened to Chance? Yo, well, there's another tragedy that happened in Buffalo. What's that? Yo, Freddie Gibbs got his ass. Yo, man, I seen. Now that's a video I seen. That it was like fifty. It was twenty people. Oh man, it's fucked up too. Cause um, I'm going to Gibbs concert next week. We are gonna have to push the pot today. Well, I'm going to <laughs> Benny the Butcher concert on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, Gibbs shit is next Tuesday, man, and and now it's fucked up. Cause um. You know, I see y'all out there. <laughs> Feel like I should be at the get, at the butcher shit. Butcher coming, nigga. I don't know, dog. Hey, butcher may stay in town. Hey, man. So listen, um, it's fucked up, man. Because these are two of my favorite niggas. I'm dog. a fan of, of Freddie Gibbs. I really am, dog. I really am. He a funny nigga. He is. He's a good rapper, shows bro, and all that shit. Mm-hmm. I want him to lead a gangster Gibbs along. Yeah, it's about that time. Yeah, it's about that time. Like it, you don't got up. You fool, my nigga. You was on Peacock. He was on Bust Down. Um, I feel like he was on. Oh, he was on Power. He was on Stars. Yeah. Like, bro, you you turn in a corner, man. You ain't he he in that little weird spot where Fifty Cent was at for a long time in his career, where it's like you won't leave this. And Fifty still wants to dibble on that. Like, yeah, no. I, I stop. Like I'm forty years old. Facts. I shouldn't be getting jumped. No. Like I should not be putting myself in situations where like. We're getting jumped as options. Gangs of people yeah. want to jump on me. Uh, you, you like go do something else. Not like stop rapping, but like you don't gotta be gangster Gibbs no yeah. more. Yeah, yeah. Or it's ever. just. <sighs> but at a certain point in your career, like shit, gotta stop. Don't yeah, it? Le- allegedly, the Jim Jones shit in Miami that happened, and then allegedly yeah. they jumped on you, and yeah. then this one they. It's not working out. Yeah, I and don't want no problems with you. Not only is it not working out, it ain't worth it. Like it ain't worth it. None of this shit you like doing. What cool points you about to get? Like yeah. some people are like, man, I, that gangster Gibbs, man, he can. And shit is hurting the part of your career that's been the most successful, nigga. Because when when that when that music and the shit you talking in that music starts sounding like eh. a, a fable, <laughs> nigga, oh, you was talking wild on that, and now nigga, I didn't heard you got jumped two, three times. Nah, I don't believe it. He be going a little too well. He, you know, going back and forth for academics, but it's academics. But you still was doing way too much. Mm-hmm. Going back and forth for Benny. What's crazy is I was watching some interviews with Benny on the weekend. They was like, I really don't. I don't. I thought we was. I don't even know what's going on Bro, with that shit. I watched the very first interview he did after they started the the Twitter back and forth, and he said exactly that. Like I thought I was cool then. <laughs> like I ain't think it was like a a thing. I don't really know where the shit came from. And I'm like, now you didn't, you know. Then you go do a show in Buffalo. Come on now. You, you in the nigga hometown. Come on now. After you've been talking shit on the internet and this, he always talked because, you know, when he, uh, he got robbed and shot, Benny. Mm-hmm. He like, yo, shout out to my Houston niggas. And it's like, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. And you know when a nigga lost is when he go on the internet and post how, how much he not messed up. Yeah. Yeah, that's the clear sign of a nigga yeah. that lost. You know who started that shit? <laughs> Joe Budden. <laughs> I, was, I was about to say Danny Lay, brother. <laughs> uh, Joe. I remember after that. that after Ray the concert, Kwan, or the uh, Raekwon smack. Niggas want to get on the internet and show niggas they face. See, I'm good. You feel me? But the fucked up part after the Raekwon shit and the, and the whole little Wu-Tang fucked me up shit. 
the nigga, all he does is talk about when Wu-Tang hit him, nigga. Like, when Quan hit, it's like, bro, if you gon' why hey. you got on there? No, I, I appreciate you hitting me, man. Like, Didn't uh, he hit him on the pod or something? No, nah, no, nah, he just talked, he's talked about him so much on the pod, like, it felt like the niggas was a guest, bro. Um, Yeah, man, I, I just want better for Gibbs. Um, excited about the show, though. Uh, Gibbs and my nigga Zach Fox finna be in the building. Uh, That's Zach, the nigga from, uh, from uh, Abbott Elementary, who though. Who knew he was a rapper? So I didn't know till the first episode he was on on Abbott Elementary because I was like, this nigga's so funny to me, I got to look him up, see what he's doing on the gram. The nigga raps, and he wrote both of the episodes he was on on Abbott Elementary. That's crazy. Talented like a motherfucker, dog. Um, his raps is wild, though. <laughs> Yo, this nigga. Is, it's really funny because it's like, I don't know if you fucking with me or not, but I'm kind of entertained, <laughs> but I'm laughing. But you this shit is Tuesday? wild. Tuesday? Um, Tickets, 25 bucks, man, at the Majestic. I fuck with it. Pull up, bro. Uh, shit. I might. Yo, let me tell you my dumb ass. I bought this shit because me and Shorty like Zach Fox. So I bought the tickets uh, as part of her birthday gifts. And she had her birthday coming out. And uh, <laughs> my dumb ass ain't real. <laughs> she got class on Tuesday. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my dumb ass finna be right. Because look, before I bought them, I'm like, oh, I'm going to just tell Jay. We record Wednesday or some shit. We good, nigga. Hit enter on the motherfuckers, nigga. I was like. All I seen was all sales final I'm like oh shit My homeboy's supposed to be pulling up with me But if that nigga flake out or gotta watch his kid Or something I'ma let you know But 25 bucks man Majestic we gonna be there Tuesday Um, Freddie Gibbs man Hopefully uh, you make it out to D smooth dog Alright bro let's get to um, We own this city Oh real quick before we jump into that You watching anything Anything that we ain't already spoke about And and led led the people to um, oh, you hit me up about the Courtney B. Van shit. Yeah, yeah. So, shout out to AMC. Yeah, uh, AMC Plus is fucking great. I got up on Better Call Saul. Oh boy, because I, you know, I, I got to get back season. into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't realize it had started, and um, I watched all five of the available episodes. I think episode six comes on tonight. Yo, that is a wonderful, wonderfully written, and perfectly acted show. Facts, like. I've never seen a sequel be this fucking good. Yeah. yeah. A prequel, rather. A prequel. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, um, it's, it's never that way. And and Gianno Carlos, our man's. Yeah, Giancarlo Esposito, yeah, the God. they're doing this thing, too, though. Yeah. Like, this is a really fucking good show, man. Yeah. Um... And you don't even you ain't have to watch Breaking Bad to to to, to get it because it's the prequel, yeah. so it's it's coming before. And then uh, I read, I don't know how how true it is, but I read. That um Gus Giancarlo's character is gonna get a prequel. I watch it off rip, fam. If they give him his own show as the lead, finally, I'm we there, we there. They might fuck around and get a 15 minute segment on the pod every week if that really happened, dogs. That shit is great. Um, I posted this on this week in culture, uh, but I was I was genuinely excited. Um, the Wonder Years got a season two, and the reason that I was excited. It's two reasons. The first one, I was worried because Fred Savage recently got into some shit. He's an EP on the show, um, and he got into some accusations, some yeah. Me Too-ish sounding things, and I did not know because I knew it was on the bubble already, and I'm like, oh, ABC might walk away. I thought they was going to walk away because they just been handling it so fucking poorly. Fam. Because it's never on television Fam. when it's supposed to be on television. I just joked about this shit the other day. Cause it was a new episode when I popped on uh, when I jumped on Hulu, 
And I said, yo, this shit really does go like two new episodes, One, four weeks two, off. Skip a few. 99. One new episode, three weeks off. Two, it's been the wildest season. But it what's took, like, wild is. Off one time. My nigga, this is the craziest part. They've gotten a full, like, old school full season. They on episode 22. New episode comes on tonight as we recording. Um, but they got a season two. Bro, this is a really good show, dog. It really is. It this is like, and I I, I ain't gonna lie, I had um I had my thoughts when I saw that it was gonna be like the quote black version of the Wonder Years. I really I ain't know, you know, if this was gonna be done well. My nigga, this shit is fire. And I don't know who over at ABC said, yo, we need to do blackish. And then said, yo, when Blackish go off, we need to have a Wonder Years come up as our new black family show. I don't know who is responsible for putting black family shows on TV at ABC, yo, but they doing a, it, bro. I seen you make a post um, about some show that got canceled and you was like, yo, this show was actually. Oh, uh, uh, Our Kind of People yeah. got canceled off Fox after one season. Um, Lee Daniels vehicle. Uh I didn't watch. I've I've always been very frank about that shit. I didn't watch. What was the Terrence Howard show? Uh, Lee Daniel shit. The fucking uh, Lucius Lion. Them yeah. niggas. I didn't watch that. I watched thirty minutes of the very first episode, season one, and I cut it off. I never looked at another episode in my life. However, our kind of people. It it was I. Right. It was cool. It was very black soap opera ish. I didn't watch, but I I caught. I used to watch something that came on after it. So, you know, on your yeah. DVR, you would have, like, some run I think I got my DVR set to, like, record a couple minutes before. Got you. And it was the end scene with, like, Morris Chestnut and somebody else. And that shit looked real. I was like, yo, what is this? Bro, it's not a bad show. It was entertaining enough to watch, but it was very much like like an evening, like, 8 p.m. soap opera. That's what it was. And I'm like, but it was it was good. It had a lot of great actors in the Whoever shit. Whoever was his ex-wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had great. Um, the ex-wife was uh old girl from the best man who was married to Merch in the first one, and then was divorced. Yeah. Um, in the second one, she was the ex-wife. It had uh uh Papa Pope. He was in that shit. He was the dad. Morris Chestnut. We already know. It was a lot of great fucking actors in this show. And then what pissed me off because I knew it would get canceled when I first started hearing about the uh the ratings not being high. After the episode, I think the second episode was when I, they was like, yo, the dip from episode one to episode two was crazy. Mm. And they stayed closer to what they were episode two than what they were episode one for the whole season. And um, I figured it would get canceled, but then it pissed me off when it got officially announced last week. Because I'm like, why we don't take this shit to BET? Why we don't take this shit to OWN, to TV1, to shit, take it to Revolt? I don't give a fuck. Like... Hmm. Cleo Cleo is literally a black woman network Take it to one of these channels Our shit Cause what we do And salute to Tyler Perry for having Tyler Perry breaking records at BET For viewers For uh 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 Fuck The Oval And for What's the shit Girlfriend Not girlfriends Um Sisters He literally is breaking BET viewer records That nigga's got the most watched shows on BET Ever. And the reason why is because he ain't trying to take them bitches to fucking major networks. I ain't want to put the oval on ABC because if I put it over there, I wouldn't have got. Nigga, traditional network views have to be crazy. Yes. Like 
cra- like six million ain't gonna do it because nigga. insert super duper major company here is mm-hmm. advertising, mm-hmm. my nigga. And I'm advertising this product to who like Tide or yeah. insert Mazda, who yep. whatever yep. the fuck it yep. is. But I don't. And it's like dog when when these advertisers are paying and you only getting. Three four million views a week. That's not enough to justify. I work in an advertising agency. It's not enough to justify what clients pay us to place a fucking ad. That same three or four million views a week on cable, on BT, on own, on TV one, on YouTube, on YouTube, nigga. Find a platform on a non fucking traditional major network. Them same two to three to four million views a week that these shows is getting and failing with. You're breaking records on another fucking network, bro. But the bro. thing is, all of these other networks are either like apps um, or like they're not somewhere readily available on yeah. basic cable. Yeah. BET probably is, though. Well, and so here's the thing. So we got to just figure out, and I say we, yeah. I mean, whatever whatever is quote unquote black Hollywood, y'all got to figure out where the location is going to be and yeah. flood everybody there. It's two networks that I know have the same access to a budget and to a set that they would need to get the quality they that these shows are getting on ABC, NBC, Fox. It's BT and own. Cause you got two of the richest, most plugged motherfuckers in uh television and movie entertainment and Oprah and Tyler. Yo, stars might as well just have a, a- stars got stars black. Is there nigga <laughs> like I just watched fucking uh stomp the yard two on that shit yesterday. Put, put all these shit, all this shit. Come on, bro. Put everything on stars. Stars I, is the black channel for now on. Fam, and it I, I just don't get why somebody, I don't care who, won't leverage their network, or I'm sorry, their their show into these black networks or these black driven networks stop trying to fucking put your shit it's the same shit we say about award shows right oh why we give a fuck about the grammys why we give a fuck about the oscars we need our own shit yo we got our own shit we got enough money to circulate in our own shit because the advertising dollars you know who spend the most money every come year? on dog it's us right all money in right that's what everybody been claiming for three fucking years nigga but yet we keep going out we go out because we want acceptance from motherfuckers. And that shit is wild to me, bro. Like, literally, our kind of people would have fucking killed on BET. Them same two to three million views they got on fucking ABC or Fox would have done. So, them niggas had six seasons already locked in on BET. Come on, bro. Like, BET. Like, nigga, you good with seven, eight hundred thousand on a cable network. You might not last more than a couple seasons, but you can get a few off. You can you build your audience, dog. People, you bring people over. You come on, dog. And um, we it's was funny. watching epics, my nigga. Come on, for God, come on, Harlem. dog. Like that shit is real, bro. Like it, nigga, epics. I hadn't even heard of epics before Godfather Harlem. Me either. And then when that's where it was at, guess where the fuck we went? And now they got sixty first Street over there. Oh, that's where that's that's where that's that at. I thought that was on AMC Plus. 61st Street on uh on Epics, bro. Or hold on, let me let me verify that. Cause I thought it was on Epics. Um Oh, that's AMC. You right, you right, you right. Yo, what the it's another show on fucking Epics that's black. If it ain't 61st, oh, from. That's what I was thinking of. From is on Epics. Fuck is that with Godfather Harlem? It's been about a year, right? Damn, I think it's been like almost exactly a year. 
thought it was like around finale. April or something last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Um, that shit, I don't know, bro. That shit just really, it, it bothers me a little bit because it's like we have opportunities. Like I know uh, there's a show. Um, have you ever heard of that show, All Rise? Mm-hmm. It was with, it was about this uh, black woman uh, played by Simone Missick. Shout out to her. Her and her husband, Dorian Missick. He done written a lot of our favorite shit. Dorian Missick's a fucking legend. Um, Simone Missick is the lead actress on All Rise. She plays a black woman judge in uh, L.A. And it's about her life. Her husband's an FBI agent, also played by a black dude. It's a really good fucking show. It used to be on ABC. It didn't do well on ABC. After three seasons, they canceled it. Guess who picked it up? OWN Network. It's coming back this year. It's going to kill on OWN, nigga. Yeah, I'm working at Godfather Harlem. It say on January 13th, 2022, the show came back for a third season. Season three of Godfather Harlem came out? Get the fuck out of here. Nah, they lying, bro. I'm I'm, I'm not finna be lied to. Shit. See, the shit I just pulled up says April 12th, 2022. Now it says, as a, as a consequence, season three of Godfather Harlem is expected to air December 2022. All right, we don't know when this shit coming out. Yeah. You know, some of these websites be aggregate websites that just pull anything lying. together. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, nah, because January 7th, I'm actually looking at Deadline. Uh, it says, or January 27th, not 7th. Um, it was confirmed recently that Godfather of Harlem season three will premiere on Epics in 2022. And that was in January. So ain't no way that shit came out a, a minute later. All right. But all that said, man, I, I want oh. our black creators to start putting our black content on the black shows or at least the channels that have black audiences like stars. I also started watching the Lincoln lawyer. A the show. S- yo series on Netflix last night. It was at the top of my Netflix, dog. I was I going started, to bed. And I seen it. I was like, Lincoln Lawyer. Bro, that's, I said, that's, that's a, not Matthew McConaughey. I'm like, because I love the movie. Fam, it's a classic, bro. And then I seen, uh, damn, what do we call her? Old girl from the off, I mean, uh, from the practice. Yes. Hold uh, up, dog. Because she was in the preview when I fucking turned yeah, it. she oh, a judge up. on the show. Oh, shit. I ain't know that. Hold up. Lincoln. And matter of fact, she ended up being a judge at the end of the practice, if I'm not mistaken. Let me see. Let me see. Don't give me, me the line. No, that was no, no, Eugene no. was a was a uh, judge. Nev Campbell from Screen. That's who on the show. Yeah, she is. She on the show. That's who I seen. Um, you talking about uh the black woman? Uh, I ain't know. I can't think Slendy of her. right here. Yes, Lisa Gay Hamilton. Yeah, I'm, I can't think of her name on the practice though. Yeah, Lisa Gay Hamilton. Yep. Um, she was Bobby on Holmes. the practice. She was uh, fuck. She was Bobby right hand man. Yeah. Damn. What was, was her name? Secretary, a le- uh, 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 what you was like the him? legal assistant or something yeah. like that. Yeah. What was her fucking name on the practice, dog? Rebecca. No, Rebecca was the wife. <sighs> I'm blanking. I'm blanking. All right. Let me. No, I'm about to look this shit up real quick. Rebecca, you right? Oh, it was Rebecca Washington. All right. Yep. No, nah, she was the fucking a hey, man. She was a G on the practice, dog. Practice was so good. Bro. I ran uh oh man Steve Harris, aka Eugene Young. Yeah, man, that's where Ooh. I knew him from. That's where I knew Steve Harris from was the practice, dog. Man, yo, that was that was seven. The practice is, is the practice streaming anywhere? Uh, because that was seven great seasons of television, dog. I, who I, whatever when I had like AT and T service, it's on it's on one of the channels, and mm. you you can find them on demand or some shit. 
Alright, bet, bet. Um, but all that said, man, black people, black creators, take your content to black networks. I promise you'll thrive over there. And salute to uh uh fuck, I just said the name of it. The show with Simone is All Rise for going to own. They season four about to come up on own this I think later this summer. Um, and they're gonna thrive and they're gonna do well and they probably gonna be like the biggest show on own because you was getting three, two to three million people on Fox. That two to three million gonna be bigger than anything own got on TV right now. So just think, man. Think strategically, bro. Like, fuck with your own people. Stop trying to get accepted. All right, man. Let's get into uh into we own this city, dog. We talked a little bit at the top of the pod, and we got a couple voice notes we're gonna get into, but off G. This episode was phenomenal, dog. Man, this is my favorite episode. Um, if I felt like I was watching TV. Yeah. All the other ones didn't feel like TV to me. Yeah. This episode was good. I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. I was yeah. like, yo, this nigga Wayne crazy, dog. Like, they have done a phenomenal job at showing this nigga losing his shit week to week. Like, taking us from rookie, wide-eyed, don't know what I'm doing, cop, questioning everything, what the fuck are we, why are we doing this, boop, 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 to literally, my nigga, you stole the stolen oxy from these niggas, bro. You, yo. Like, y'all were, yo, you were, they were out there, like, literally being criminals. Yeah. And um, I get, you know, skimming off the top a little bit, but, like, y'all was out here, like, causing shit, um, y'all being criminals. Uh, um, Rob Brown said it best Like Yo nigga We Hit them corners Nigga Niggas gotta pay their tax Like that was normal Nigga that's basic shit Few hundred I'm okay with that That's alright I'm fine with that Nigga this was We was He said we was taking too much This shit with Wayne Nigga 5,000 20,000 Like nigga You made 160,000 In Baltimore By the way Come on uh, Last year upon your payroll Based in overtime Come on bro 170 170 like bro i be wanting to know how much is enough man it's it's the age-old question right we ask that on every one of the crack shows that we talk about how much is enough when you here the whole day and you don't get a chance to enjoy the money that nigga said yo we working eight to four tomorrow but we're gonna come in around two because as long as we producing these niggas don't give a fuck what but like bro you got freedom you got money i started to get irritated because i'm like you wouldn't you're not doing this in a white neighborhood. You're not doing this to white people. Doing it to us. You're doing it to black folks because, yep. you know, you can get away with it. And I'm, yep. I'm uh, upset that the other black folks is following this man around. Piss you off a little bit, don't you? Um, so I read a... Actually, let me play these voice notes first. And then I'm going to get into my story because, you know, I'm going to go do my research and figure out what the fuck is going on. Um, That very first scene, that opening car chase scene where they uh, crash into the old people... That was Sad, real life. I, I that bet. was real life. Um, and when I read that story, that shit is so much more tragic than they showed in this episode. And I really hope that that gets, it might not, because we only got two left. But I hope that they give that some time. But if they don't, don't worry. Ain't got y'all. I'm going to tell you the real story in a minute. First, we got this voice note. Uh, let's see. We got one from the homie AJ across the pond. Let's see what my dog talking about. Um Oh, wait a minute. Why this nigga, uh... What up, aunt? What up, Jay? Why AJ shit won't download? 
Oh, tell there we go. Tell the American uh, hoes that I'm I'm ready. <laughs> 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 I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Send them my way. What up, Aunt? What up, Jay? <laughs> ready smooth, to smooth talking. Ready to fuck bro. a few of your friends. <laughs> <laughs> Got me a bottle of bullet. Anybody want some bullet? <laughs> I give y'all some bullet. H- <laughs> I give them some bullet. I got the bullet. They want to bring the gun. Give me the pistol. <laughs> AJ, dog, we love you, bro. All right, let's see my dog on, man. What up, um, What up, Jay? <laughs> this was a really great episode yes, it of was. We Own This Facts. City. Um, probably the best one so far, in my opinion. Facts. Um, the show gets better every week, and it's making me want more episodes. And I wish that it wasn't ending next week. We got two more, AJ. The car chase sequence that kicked off the episode was fire. All the scenes of um, John Bernthal being dirty and corrupt were fire. Um, one thing I really like about this show is that because it's you know a, a fact-based drama um, and because they're having to cover so much ground, they don't it doesn't kind of underline things too much and it lets you draw your own conclusions. For example, there was that scene when John Bernthal um, is kind of being the the high priest of corruption (laughs) and he's preaching his gospel to his team. It's the scene when he actually says, we own this city. Um, And at one point the camera pulls back and you see that it's him talking to a group of mainly black officers. And it doesn't underline, like the script does not underline the racial politics of that moment. But it's like, yeah, this is what it is. And you can, you can make your own conclusions from that. Uh, it's very subtle. It's very well observed. And to be honest with you, it's kind of a refreshing change in the, in the TV landscape um, that we have these days. Can't wait to hear what you brothers made of the episode. Also, can't wait to hear you talk about Kendrick. I know the streets and the internet are doing their usual thing and they've decided that oh, it's mid and they're bitching and moaning. I think it's fire. I haven't yes. listened to it all the way through smart, AJ. to like rank it in my Kendrick list, but I think it's fire. I'm enjoying living with it and listening to it more and more. Um, finally, agree with Rob about 61st Street. That's another show that gets better and better every week. Courtney B. Vance is killing it on that show. Um, and also... In regard to what Will said last week, yeah, you need a you you could make TV watching a full time job, and you would still be putting in overtime, because there's just too much content. Even if you only watch the black shows, there's still too much content for any one person to get through. Excellent. Anyway, peace and blessings, brothers. Speak to you next time. Appreciate you, AJ, as always. Hey, man. Um, I agree. Uh, and and me and Jay were just starting to. It's crazy how we be in sync with the people who listen to this pod. We was just starting to talk about how wild it is to hear him sort of leading this shit in these black neighborhoods with these black cops supporting him to do all this corrupt shit. It's like, bro, this poor white man, the the juxtaposition of this. Oh, this very poor white man who ironically and that's another thing I don't think people are like seeing. We're seeing why he keeps because, man, it ain't fun when I keep hanging out with these niggas with money. Shit, I can't participate. It ain't fun going to, hey, and this really ain't fun, going to the strip club and you ain't got 200. It ain't fun stealing from strippers either. Yo, bruh. Like, that nigga robbed. Bruh. Like, y'all the police, man. 
I can only imagine that the real version of that story, she was a dwarf for real. Um, and I don't, I don't know if dwarf is the term that they, I think that's the one. Okay. Um, but I can only imagine that she was for real. Cause if not, I didn't need the added, like HBO, I need to like add that in there. Like, but he told him that story to like a, a, a dwarf. He's yeah, like a midget. He, he was like, Dwarf is yeah, the dwarf is the preferred term. Um, but dog, you robbed a stripper. Like, come on, bro. What? He probably, he probably did something else. So, ironically, when he was telling the story, like, "Yo, she got on my lap," and I, I threw her off. I was thinking, like, "Oh my god, did she hit her head or some shit?" Like, bro, no, I was I seriously think, sitting there, like, "Bro, what the fuck you do?" I bro? thought he probably raped her. Well, that's I. I thought he killed her, Nick, because I ain't think rape only because of how quick he was in and out of that motherfucker. Granted, I guess he still could have did some foul shit because clearly he robbed her. But I, I thought that he was probably gone before he did something that foul. But then I was like, yo, when the nigga said he tossed her off him, I'm like, bro, did you kill her, dog? Or like throw her off you when she hit her head and then you just left and you don't know what happened to her? Like this nigga trying to sell drugs to him? Like, fam, how much money you need? What are you? What's going on? Oh. Like you made 160, 170, right? You... you at work, you probably made enough about another two hundred in the streets. Literally, literally, bro. You only a couple fucking robberies from two hundred k, and that little bit that you gonna get to take you to two hundred k is cash. That's non taxed, my nigga. Like, you don't need to do, man. And you here all day. It's not you're not enjoying the fruits of your labor. Yeah, you dress. You look dusty. Literally, bro. You look like. Pardon any of our, our good white listeners, but you look like poor white trash out there. You a PWT out there, dog. And I ain't really feeling the fucking vibes, man. But um huh, let's see what uh let's see what the guy Rob Silva talking about, what he thought about this episode, yo. What's up, fellas? Before we talk about uh we own this city, I just wanna <laughs> My boy Rob down at MCC. <laughs> Sirens all in the back. Now yeah, Harlem Hospital. Mentioned that that Kendrick Lamar new fucking album is unfucking real. Since Thursday midnight, I have played that song over and over again. And I'll leave it at that. Um, I know you guys probably started the program off talking about the greatness of that album. So I just want to throw my two cents in there. We Own the City want to spotlight another actor that they spotlighted this week on the episode. And that's Harlem's own Rob Brown. Um, The kid... If you guys didn't notice, when he was 15 years old, he auditioned for Finding Forrester, Forrester with no acting experience and got the role of a lifetime starring with the GOAT, Sean Connery. Sean Connery. And he's had a very solid career since. I loved him in Coach Carter, and he was phenomenal as Ernie Davis in The Express. Yep. And he was excellent in this episode <laughs> looking forward to hearing your brother's comments on Rob Brown and your thoughts on him as an actor peace and blessings yo Rob what the fuck was that yo <laughs> yo that shit caught me on guard <laughs> y'all not in the studio dog. y'all see what's going on up in this motherfucker dog. <laughs> y'all don't see what's going on here. Yo, Rob, we love you, bro. Third member of the pod, the guy Rob Silva. Yo, how come everybody who fuck with us be tapped in be saying the exact same shit? Bro, 
Bro. I swear I don't listen to y'all voice notes. No, we, we we literally don't listen to one voice note. We don't read no Blackberry letter. We don't do nothing because we want the pod reactions or responses to be real time. Rob. We loved Rob Brown this episode, bro. Like he killed it. I did not realize he was from Harlem. Um, I am familiar with his uh his audition story for Finding Forrester. Um, Rob Brown and who was my other one? Uh Derek Luke. They were two people whose first vehicles were so fucking impressive. I just knew Derek Luke was going to go crazy. I, I thought both of them was out of here, dog. I promise. You man. know what happened to Derek Luke? What's that? That nigga played Puffy. <sighs> and after that... It'll do it every time. After that, it seemed It'll like every role was a, another Puffy role. He was like a Puffy character. Like, I don't... I don't uh, what happened? That was a bad movie, dog. Only nigga who benefited from that was Gravy. Yeah, he in the city all the time. Literally. Um, he owned Tubi. <laughs> nigga owned the city. Uh, damn man, Rob Brown. I I did forget he was in uh the Express's Ernie Davis. He actually did crush that. He was phenomenal in that. And I ain't even want to see that because it was a Disney version of that, and I didn't want a Disney version of Ernie Davis's time at Syracuse. But Rob Brown crushed that shit. Yo, remember that one light skinned nigga that went to prison and all the girls used to like Beach. <laughs> <laughs> Light skinned nigga with the color eyes. Yeah, I remember that nigga. Uh, Prison Bay. Yeah, I remember that nigga, dog. Yeah, he in some Detroit movies and shit now, too. Well, that nigga married a billionaire. So. Well, they be in this building, too. Yeah, nah. Like, he, he, if you see him, like, it might be time to get your Wayne Jenkins on, dog. Man, what's so crazy? You know, they be doing all the movie casting and shit and all their practices here. Uh huh. Um, mm hmm. So I'm downstairs and shit right before you pulled up waiting for my 8 o'clock guest that never made it here. Oh, man. Shout like out to y'all. 932. <laughs> Payment uh, clear. And um, <clears throat> some some little old came down the elevator, opened the door, was like, you Jason? <laughs> <laughs> boss man. He said, boss man, you, you Jason? Jason. What's that, sir? <laughs> <laughs> Real? I'm like, huh? Like, they, 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 they waiting for you upstairs. I'm oh like, shit! I'm like, maybe my ACOG guess I maybe like got by you or something somehow. Yeah, and I, I go to the second floor. They're like, yo, they doing an audition or something. You seen? I said, I said, listen, dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my name is Jason, <laughs> but I'm not the. J-. He said, I'm not. I don't think I'm the Jason y'all looking for. He like, look, man, I'm just, I'm he old. He like, I'm, I'm just doing what I'm told, man. I'm just. They told me to come down here and they told me to get you. And I'm like, dog, that's funny as fuck. As I walk down, I'm like, listen, I'm fairly sure I'm not, <laughs> I'm not who you're looking, looking for, bro. For. And then one of these come out, he's like, he go, Jason. I'm like, he like, I like, I told a nigga, I'm yeah. not who you looking for. But I tried to walk by you, bro. <laughs> like, but if y'all got a role in this movie for a real nigga, I mean, uh, <laughs> nigga said you sing. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes feel <laughs> I can go crazy. <laughs> Lysing show short and then you know, go. For that to be your go to. <laughs> I'm not gonna lay. I'm the Oh shit. That was funny, dog. Oh. Um <laughs> <laughs> It's the greatest podcast of all time. All time, bro. Um we are fucking awesome. Uh no nah, man, I um the prison nigga. He married like a billionaire. Her dad like owned, I don't even know, but he owned like some shit that like everybody used. And she like a real life billionaire. And that nigga married her and got two kids. <laughs> he out here living, bro. Like if that's my prison story, nigga, write my movie, bro. Like for real. 
I act too. Shit, if my wife out here billionaire, I right, I go be in some tubies, be in a whole gang of them. nigga. Little prime video, we out here. All right, man. Speaking of prison, dog. Let's get into this episode, bro. Um, I I kind of alluded to it, but the opening scene, that car chase. Get y'all the real life story. This shit is actually fucked up. So, the opening scene, um, Wayne Jenkins seen a man in real life. This is a real life story, not the show. He saw a man named Umar Burley. Umar was getting into his car. No relation to my dog. Facts. Um, and Burley was with his boy, Brent Matthews. They got into their Acura. Wayne Jenkins and them pulled up. They thought these niggas was trying to rob them. They did not realize they were police. I'll be honest. I did not expect them niggas to pull off on the grass like that. I did not either. They got fucked. Because the way they looked, they looked like some students or some shit. Yeah, nigga. Yeah. And I was like. And I thought. Now, I don't know if they really had lights and flashes and mm -hmm. shit. But like I'm like, nigga, it's the police. Yeah, like, stop. Like, don't do that. I'm like, oh, shit, this nigga was really. They was really on some drug shit. But the real life story, um, they said. They didn't actually flip their lights. They just ran up. Them niggas thought they was, they ran up with guns out. And them niggas thought they was getting jacked. So they pulled the fuck off. So it turned into a car chase. Um, Jenkins, the reason he was uh, actually targeting Umar Burley, he heard that this nigga was a monster. So for him, monster meant a person who sold a lot of drugs and made a lot of bread in Baltimore. Um, so he heard the Burley nigga was a monster. Whether he was or was not, I have no idea, but he ain't really had no drugs on him or no money or no guns. Nothing that day that would have made fucking uh, Wayne Jenkins chase him. So I'm a motherfucking monster. During they uh, during a chase, they ran into uh, Monte Carlo and hit Elbert Davis and his wife. Elbert Davis was the 86 year old father of a Baltimore police officer. Mm, mm -mm. Elbert Davis died from a heart attack in the car after the accident. Damn it. Um. After they didn't find shit, they planted 32 grams of heroin in Umar car. Umar Burley got 15 years in federal prison. His boy, who was the what passenger, year was this? 2010. Jesus fucking Christ. His boy, who was the passenger, got three years. Brent Matthews caught three years. Brent Matthews had to serve his whole three years in federal prison. Umar Burley served seven of his yeah. 15 before the GTTF got taken down. When the GTTF officers got indicted, their cases got investigated back to when they weren't even GTTF. So this went all the way back to before Wayne Jenkins was GTTF when he was just regular playing clothes, and the case got overturned. Burley got out. He did an interview. He talked about being uh, clinically diagnosed with PTSD. Um, said that he was haunted by the fact that he killed uh, Elbert Davis. And he said that um, he couldn't get a job because the Davis family sued him for $2 million. They sued him personally for $2 million, and he couldn't get a job or get extended credit. So he ain't know where he was going to live, had a lot of problems going on. In 2018, him and Brent Matthews sued the city of Baltimore. They won. They got $8 million in 2020, November 2020. They got their uh, 8 mil. That first month, a million dollars hit uh, Umar's bank account. He got his first million from the eight. He heard in the streets that some gangs was going to try to kill him, kidnap him, rob him. Shit. Niggas knew he got his million because it was all in the news. 
I don't live here no more. Him and his girlfriend packed their shit up, and they drove up the coast. They was going to leave. They was driving up the East Coast. They got to Virginia. They got to a fucking, I think, like a Motel 8 or a Super Super 8 or something like that. They got to the motel. He was paranoid. He thought his girlfriend was trying to set him up, too. Even though they was, y'all was on the way to live y'all rest of y'all life together. It was him, his girl, and they dog. Got to the motel. He thought she was trying to set him up. Paranoia kicked in. They got into an argument. He shot her. Jesus Christ. In December of 2020, December 11th, he back in prison on attempted murder charges. Nigga. Dog. Nigga. He was a millionaire for three weeks. Why y'all don't? Nigga, go to the airport. Bro. This shit is so fucked up, bro. But you was in prison for seven, seven years. Seven years. So your brain. Haunted by the, the fact that you killed a man in a car chase that should have never happened because these cops came after you for nothing. And you thought you was about to get robbed and you peeled out. Come on, man. Bro, Umar Burley's story was so fun. I was reading this shit on the fucking news, like the Baltimore Sun, old uh, papers. Bro, this shit is so fucked up. And that opening scene, like, I never thought that this, all this was behind that opening scene, bro. When I rewatched this shit after reading it, it made that scene so much more powerful to me, dog. Like, bro, they planted 32 grams of heroin on this man, dog. They said they took one gram each because they had them individually bagged. And they just sprinkled them throughout the car. Bro. Shit is fucking wild, dog. And that's the opening of this episode. After it was man. already searched and they couldn't find nothing. Yeah. And then we missed 32 individually yep. wrapped. 32. All of a sudden, you got 32 individually wrapped grams, single grams of heroin. So you know what makes this? Makes Dave Chappelle stand up that he did in D.C., um, killing him softly. Yep. Or yep. I think that was. No, I think it was killing him softly. When he said uh, the police, uh, he called the police at his house. They're they're uh, open air and they'll uh, like, oh shit, Johnson, a nigger broke in and hanged up pictures of his family. Yep. Knock him out. Uh, let's just sprinkle some crack on him. Man, man. Because that's what y'all was doing. It's literally what motherfuckers was doing. Like these is facts. These is facts. Y'all got a man. That man served seven years of a 15-year sentence for something he literally didn't do. And like I said, Jenkins heard the nigga was a monster, heard he sold dope. I don't know if he sold dope for real or not. Bitch, I'm a monster. But, bitch, when you pulled up on me, I had nothing on me, dog. Nothing. Not a drug, not a dollar, not a fucking dope. Y'all niggas did everything to me, bro. My man that was with me just riding in the car, I scooped him up. This my man. He got three years and had to serve the whole three. That shit, wow, man. Bro, that nigga got out. He suffered on the outside while you was still locked, suffering on the inside. All because you picked him up and then the cops heard you was that nigga in the streets. Whole time, you had nothing on you, bro. Nothing, literally no indicator that you was a fucking drug dealer or a nigga with bread like that, bro. I Dog. Like, I had to keep Googling. What this nigga Wayne Jenkins look like, bro? Because I had to see his face. Yeah, yep. Like, wh- yep, bro. First of all, he his looks wife at? and kids. Fam, fam. Because like, these these sons that you left the scene to go see. Because after I got this much money, yeah, he all about the game, Bruh. Bruh. Or I'm just gonna go back to my regular scheduled job bro look at this nigga dog like he's fucking terrible bro like that nigga is a horrible fucking person dog i'm assuming at the end of the show they're gonna show their names and faces 
you know what I'm saying, actors or Yeah, yeah. Um I would hope just to kind of put Cuz I've know, seen all 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 the mug shots but I don't I didn't go and click on every article to see who was who. Yeah. I um I kind of hate you know, we always do our research. We go read up on this shit. When it's true to life, especially, we go figure all the shit out. Um, I kind of learned the fate of a couple of these motherfuckers. Um, and I'm kind of mad that I seen it. Not that it's going to ruin the show for me at all, but it was like, damn, that w- that's what ended up happening? Like, everybody ain't go to prison. You know what I'm saying? Everybody ain't make it out of this shit with, with, a, with a sentence. I'm going to just say that. Um... Bro, this episode was phenomenal, dog. Is anybody? Well, I guess you can't really say that because you. Yeah, yeah, I don't, don't want to spoil it. But I'm about to say, do you yeah. anybody who you don't think deserves to go to prison, or who should? If somebody was gonna cut a deal, like um, who do you think? Off this episode, I'm thinking. Oh boy, uh, Rob Brown Ward. Yeah. Ward, nigga, you did everything you could to get like a light sentence and some probation. And I know the feds don't give probation. But goddamn, nigga, get get my Hey, if you, th- it, you think he was really giving the money back? I feel like he was, dog. That's the fact that this nigga put that fucking bread right back in the duffel bag, nigga. I was like, bro. Bro. See, now I'm conflicted, dog. Okay. Well, let me not that's not the right word. Yeah. But is so is he a quote unquote good cop? And that's because the, the, the cause he like, yo, I had to do I had to fit in because you don't want to be the label as a snitch. So the good cops is trying to get in with the dirty cops. Yeah. Cause everybody dirty. So the good cops can't even go to their superiors and be like, hey, yo, yo, there's some dirty shit going on because the sergeant is in on it. Yeah. Yeah. And everything is chain of command. And the the wild part, like I it took for my second watch for me to peep. You remember uh we had the the Head of the GTTF was the other nigga from last week. I ain't peeped till I watched it the second time that they was like, oh, yeah, he got bumped up to the DEA task force. And I'm like, yo, niggas is just getting promotions for this dirty work, bro. Like, this is how fucked up the fucking system is, bro. And it's like, if you seen Jenkins out and about yeah. and try to have a conversation with him as a cop, Like, are you you gonna talk to the kids about like, right? Even old girl said like, "Yo, what's wild is I worked with Jenkins X amount of years ago at a such and such program." Like, thought the nigga was a good cop. I almost told him there's his squad was about to be investigated. Cause on paper, this nigga doing what we tell him to do. Because everybody just does their job and don't give a fuck. Yep. Well, the bosses don't give a fuck as long as we bring the guns in. And here's the thing, dog. That's it's it's a fine line. With, with numbers, right? When you got a, a numbers-driven or numbers-focused job, it's a fine fucking line, This shit bro. is all politics. Yeah. Because whoever wants to be the mayor has to put on... produce to be, numbers. I have to be hard on crime because that's what I'm a, uh, a running point is. So I'm going to be leaning yeah. on the chief of police. Either you do this or I'm going to fire you. Yep. So he... All shit rolls downhill. And it's like, yo, I feel like that shit at work. Yeah. It's where it's like you got to play the game. It's like, yo, numbers, numbers, numbers. Yep. And you got to do with it. All right. You know, you got to get this. Yep. Some of the shit we be doing, though, you may no goddamn sense. I'm like, yo, this don't help. This don't help. Yeah. But you want the numbers. 
And so I got to give you the numbers. Fam, it's, it's, and it's funny, we've, we've both worked at so many different roles where the numbers kind of lead everything, right? Long as the numbers look like they're supposed to look, you can damn near make shit up, nigga. Cause it's like, yo, the numbers don't always equal the success that y'all telling me they do. Um, shit again, we just talked, you know, about, uh, cable networks versus traditional networks. Yo, 4 million over here look a lot different than 4 million over here, bro. 4 million over here is record breaking 4 million over here. You might not get another season. It's just what it is. The numbers don't always tell the same story. And, uh, it was wild even watching this episode how many times Detective War, Rob Brown character, kept saying, like, nigga, I ain't say nothing because that was Wayne Jenkins, nigga. He the fucking man. He bring guns and drugs off the street. Y'all propped him up. Come on. Y'all put him on a pedestal. Y'all told me he was that nigga. Why the fuck would I say something? Only nigga even warned me about him was Marlo. Detective Souter, he the only one even said something. Nobody else said a fucking word. And even Suter said, hey, you work in that nigga unit, go learn what you can learn and then get out. Because nigga, it's still something to learn through all the bullshit. What's crazy is he got the eye despite the drug dealers. Yeah. How about you? Listen, <sighs> man. If you got the eye, how about you just start arresting niggas and clean up the actual streets? Come on, huh? Because you know everybody who doing the drugs. I mean, who got who selling drugs? And don't nobody ever come back on y'all? Man, ever. Y'all can just rob all these. Like, y'all terrorizing these fucking streets. Everybody know your face. God. that And what's fucked up? Niggas ain't even just know your face no more. They know your name, nigga. Your name ringing in the streets. Niggas really know when you pull up, you on How bullshit. You alive? Like, the fucking, uh, the one scene where they pulled up on niggas in the Belvedere Towers. After they got their bread, they took the duffel bag and peeled out. Them niggas stood up like, you think they got us? Hell yeah. Hate them niggas, yo. Like, nigga, you knew they just robbed you, bro. This how fucking wild your name is Nigga say, yo, pull the, pull the car up and block the camera because there's a camera over here. You know what I'm saying? Don't look, don't look, don't look, don't nigga look. Nigga said, hey, man, you got gum on your shoe. Don't look up. Bruh, I'm literally a criminal, dog. My nigga, the videotape? It was about to do an acting. What the, what, what the, what the, action? Action? Come on, dog. Like, nigga, the, the videotape scene was wild because they said, again, some ain't catch till I watch it a second time. They said Wayne Jenkins pulled dog over and talked to him for 60 minutes. <laughs> you spent an hour out there with that nigga on video and got nothing. <laughs> but then your police report said, yo, I found this. Seven. <laughs> yeah, however many grams in the, in the glove compartment. Nigga, we got you on a. A video for an hour. You never went to the nigga car. That nigga say, oh, man, uh, I don't know. Maybe I did it after the camera went off. What, bruh? And got away with it. Said the motherfucking uh, prosecutor seen the video and then wrote a letter to Internal Affairs. Like, yo, I think y'all need to go investigate dog. And dog sent a text like, yeah, you fuck on my rep. Fucking up my reputation. And how does that scare a judge? Nigga. But it's Baltimore. Come on, man. Now, the scene that really impacted me the most was when they went to court, 100 and, I don't know, they said 160, 180. Bro. Um, possible applicants. Yep. For, for jurors. Duty. Yep. And they all they had, had seven. bad experience. They had seven. So, it was funny. Go back to episode one. Uh, 
the um, DOJ lawyer, Nicole, whatever her name is, um, she actually said that in one of them scenes on the first episode. And it kind of didn't really impact me when she said it. Like, yo, we got 600,000 people and we can't get 12 jurors. Says something like that. To see that take place in the courtroom, that was a strong scene, dog. Especially to start it off with that white man. Like, yeah, I was at the Black Lives Matter rally. Like I was out there. I said I was assaulted. Yeah, I'm a pacifist. Nigga said, "Did you see any violence?" I said I was assaulted. Motherfucker. Nigga said, uh, "Are you were were you violent?" I'm a pacifist. Nigga said, "Um, so you wouldn't believe a cop?" And nigga said, "I wouldn't believe a cop if he got on the stand and said his mother loved him." <laughs> Come on, dog. Like these niggas, re- but the nigga fact that yo, you better get like I don't believe nigga, you better get on. They'll stand holding today's paper, a picture of your social security number, uh, a picture of your mom. Like, I don't believe nothing y'all niggas say, dog. Bruh, these niggas is so... The fact that they really had seven jurors and then had to go out there and find, like, former cops and form all these people to get up to 12 because you could not get 12 people from the city of Baltimore over 18 who had not had a bad experience with the cops. That will believe the word of a cop. Come on, bro. Um, the, it's funny, the, the scene, well, that same scene where my man stood up and was like, he had the experience and then his son got falsely accused. Got Still got a gash in his head. So that was a real dude too. That, that actually happened in court. And they said, uh, whatever I was reading, they said the judge gasped like, bro, what the fuck is these cops doing dog? How is this? It? So guess what? Bro. It, now I don't know how true any of this shit is. Because everything can be propagandized. But how it's presented, if it happened just like this, now I understand the Freddie Gray protests and the riots even more. Yeah. Because yeah. everybody that, because like here, locally, we was out there protesting and yeah. Mike Brown and all other shit, but that shit wasn't happening to us, right? Yep. But when it's your cops in that city, yep. y'all niggas actually may have bad run-ins with them. So you angry, angry. Yeah. Not angry yeah. for somebody else, angry for yourself. Angry because of your experience, dog. Yeah. Um and it's funny too. I remember uh rest in peace, Freddie Gray, first of all. Uh if you if you're not familiar with Freddie Gray, um go read up for the details, but essentially uh, Freddie Gray got arrested. He had a knife on him. He was uh, placed in the back of a police van. Allegedly, allegedly had a knife shit, on him. We yeah. see what time it is. Uh, facts. Yeah. Who knows now, if that was his now, because yo, they telling me motherfuckers had heroin on him and giving him fifteen, and the whole time niggas ain't have a dollar on him. Nigga had a a, a dirt another dirty cop come playing a gun at the scene of a crime. Come on, bro. Um, but Freddie Gray allegedly had a knife on him. I'm glad you corrected me on that. And uh, they they handcuffed him, put him in the back of the van, uh, gave him a rough ride. That's that's just how I'm gonna say that. Um, don't know exactly what happened, but Freddie Gray in the back of the police van died. He shouldn't have died. Spine was broken. Spine was broken. Like, come on, bro. That should not happen if I'm in police care in the back of the paddy wagon. I bro. hated the black people, these black cops, and this thing. Come on, man. Man, come on, man. This come is on, crazy. Dog. Like, look at what they doing to us. Fuck, fuck with the with the cops. And yes, here's the thing. How quick do we think you take to lose somebody humanity? Because them cops not even human no more Bro I don't even know if it's Well you know what's funny Let me not say what I was about to say I was about to say I don't even know if you can look at it like how quick But now I'm thinking about it Just the way this show is structured We watching the timeline Of niggas literally losing their humanity Niggas going from And and they not just losing it 
Like it's niggas who already lost their shit and they losing it more. Think about the end when we got to Rolla and uh, and Gondo, right? When Jenkins took over the GTTF and them niggas found out how much he was making over his old unit. Them niggas look like, oh, we ready to turn it up even more, bruh. Y'all already out here causing drama. Y'all already got a nigga killed. Last episode, y'all got somebody killed out here. And now y'all here that it's more money to be made and you niggas is ready to go crazy. It's like training day. Bruh. Hoyt was doing shit that he know he ain't supposed to do the first day. Literally. Literally. What you do? What would you do to be accepted and fit in? We think that's a child thing, right? Man. When you were kids or mm. adolescent. Mm. No, that shit is happening for real. It's a human thing, bro. It's it's a it's a everybody it's, wants to be accepted. It's human nature to want to be accepted. It's human nature to want to be involved. You want to be a part of something. It's like the fucking like we was talking about the Kendrick album, and it was niggas out there who knew before they pressed play on the Kendrick album. I don't like Kendrick Lamar music. But I'm finna listen to it and post about it, knowing I don't like it because I want to be a part of the conversation. And if I don't listen to it, I'm going to feel left out. We got FOMO. Yeah. We got FOMO. It's niggas watching that damn grocery store massacre from uh, Buffalo because they want to see it so they could be one of the people who say, oops, I seen it. Like, dog, niggas got FOMO for everything, dog. And it's to your point, this is not a child's thing. This is a human thing, dog. Because so many times they ask Rob Brown, yo, you got that first five five bands and you put it back in the duffel bag? Why you ain't lead a unit? Shit, nigga, I ain't, you don't want to look like a snitch. You don't want them niggas to look at you crazy. I'm not throwing $20,000 in the fucking... In a, a tire in the woods. Like, I think you stole the money. The, the deed is the deed. Right, here's the thing, dog. You're not going to less jail. Like, you're not... Go no matter what, shit. you're going to jail. Go put to that prison. shit inside of a safety deposit box. And something. you know what was wild about him when he said, "Yo, my wife BPD and she clean. She don't she don't do this shit." I missed that part about his wife. Yeah, like when when he said that, I was like, "Damn, dog, this nigga know he dirty." But yo, as dirty as I am, I still can't take this bread because I don't want this shit to come back to my wife. I'm not trying to sully my wife' name because mm -mm. I'm a piece of shit. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. So I'll rather I'll put twenty cash. Untax in the fucking ground. I throw that shit in the woods. Because as soon as he got arrested, nigga, everybody looking at the wife. Like, nigga, you was in on Come that on, shit too? Come on, bro. Whole time shit. How you ain't know? You yep. a police yep. officer. Your instincts ain't, you ain't heard nothing. Because you, you ain't, ain't know because that nigga ain't bring, he ain't bring a dollar of that bullshit in this house. And he ain't spend a dollar of that bullshit on you. But you ain't heard shit in the streets. Now. You ain't heard from And that's the cops. thing. You, you heard about Wayne Jenkins and what he doing. You know your husband in that unit. You ain't ask your husband what up? Here's my thing with Rob Brown character with uh Detective Ward. Yo, if you heard from from Suter that Wayne Jenkins probably wasn't one of them, nigga. Why you ain't talk about that nigga about hey, yo, can I can I transfer to homicide? Right. Something like that. Like get yourself out of that before you get in jail. Now, I was gonna ask you, because in that first scene that we talked about in the show, Suter was the one that Jenkins sent back to the car to go, hey, check it one more time. Make sure we ain't missed nothing. Then, voila, it was magically hearing went all over the whip. Um, Suter knew it was bullshit. Yep. He knew it was bullshit. He made that face. The Asian dude knew it was bullshit. Um, I can't remember his name. Pardon me. Uh, and then in that other scene where Jenkins had flipped the nigga truck, literally, ran the nigga down, said he pointed a gun at me. I had to run him down because he was pointing a weapon. 
Had to do it. Had to do it. Had to do it. Then all of a sudden, it's a gun magically under the truck. The cops been on the block for 30 minutes. You waiting on a nigga to leave dinner and come drop a piece off. Now, 30 minutes later, magically, we see so a fucking all gun. cops is bad, dog? Come on, dog. All, another, you would call another cop, and that cop would be so comfortable with this being a normal fam. All he said was, I need a piece. And that nigga said, man, you interrupted my dinner. Fuck dinner. I need a piece. All right, man. I'll be there in a minute. Bro, what? What? That's fucking nuts to me, dog. And, like, not only did the nigga do that shit, he did it casually and went back to go eat. Because I got this fucking Peruvian. Why y'all police? Bruh. Like, we asked that question, I think, after episode, like, one or two. Like, why would you be a cop? Like, if if this is all the shit you got to do to feel like you're making the money you need to make, for real, for real. You Why you go to, this route? You should have went to college. Come on, man. I know y'all hate college. Come on, man. Right? <laughs> Come on, man. But like, maybe you should have went to college. Yo, bro, it's other ways. It's other ways. It's other legal ways. Shit, I ain't even going to get into the legal, illegal part of it. It's other ways that don't damage fucking entire cities of people, bro. Because you taking a city that is significantly black. And you're ruining it with all this bullshit. You put cases on niggas. You got people put in prison for years who did nothing in that moment, bro. Fuck what they might have been doing in the rest of their life. And the moment you arrested them and got them put up, they ain't do shit. And we only know about that one person that got killed because they couldn't pay the money back. Man. How many other motherfuckers? You know it's a whole bunch. Come on, dog. Come on, dog. You taking niggas. Shit. You know what's funny? You you taking their stash. When the nigga took the duffel bag. In the uh, Belvedere Tower, I literally was like, yo, they kind of calm for niggas who just lost a bag, like 20 bands, nigga. Like, bro, I need to fucking, I need that money back. They like, yo, you think he got us? Hell yeah, they got us. Nigga, how we getting our money back? All right, I know we can't go down there and ask for it, but nigga, I might chase this car. I got a certain point, dog. Y'all got to attack these cops. Put your foot down. Y'all got to attack these cops. You a criminal. Bro. The way they busted up dog safe. Y'all pulled us over. Found some shit. Y'all found a half a brick, found a couple of dollars. But then you went to my house. Whole brick, half a brick, quarter brick. Aye. And then did you peep the uh super dirty shit? Shout out to OJ the Juice, man. Uh, where the nigga was telling him, yo, I'm a federal agent. Why you throwing that out there? Oh, you DMX now. You impersonating the feds. Okay. He's a wild nigga, dog. Yo, damn, rest in peace to the God, dog. <laughs> yo, he probably had overalls on. Yeah, like, oh, I'm the feds. Yo, Dark Man came out the airport with luggage and said, I'm a federal Yo, agent. I'm the federal agent, yo. <laughs> Stay out the dog. If I catch you when the sun is down, run it, clown. Get my badge. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get it out. Dog, this nigga Wayne Jenkins was so dirty. They said uh, that that stop that he did at the end with the save, they said that uh, he pulled dog over. They found a half a brick. They found a couple thousand. Nigga said he called dispatch, asked for the nigga's address, and they said in real life the dispatch lady was like, you're not taking him in? <laughs> like, nigga was like, no, I, we'll take him in, but I need his address. <laughs> Went down to the nigga crib. And went through his whole fuck. Said they tore that nigga crib apart. Finally found the safe. Said it was like close to three hundred thousand or something in there. Niggas left a hundred. Gave everybody twenty. Kept the rest. Gave away sixty thousand. Nigga kept like a hundred. A hundred. Like bro, 
Like, nigga, bro. how much you money you need? Bro. But I peeped you the, keeping it. I peeped the shady shit when the nigga, uh, when they had the 21 and he gave them niggas five and kept the rest. Talking about, oh, I'm about to put the shit on my car or on my truck. Like, bro, what the fuck is you want? Nigga, how you robbing us? We not helping you rob them so you can rob us, bro. Like, then y'all just started legitimately robbing people. It's one thing is in the yep. act of, in the line of duty. Yep. Y'all bust somebody and there's some money on the table. You know, you take a couple dollars, whatever, whatever. Yep. But y'all legitimately just robbing niggas. Yeah. Stopping niggas for no reason. Getting niggas out the paint for nothing. Um, Stopping it. And it was wild, too. Like, when the nigga said, yo, he had a knack for, like, he knew shit to do. Like, he knew to drive up the wrong way on the street and catch a nigga doing some dirt. So, because they're not going to be looking the wrong way. They're going to be looking at you coming from the right way and they can get ready. You come up the wrong way, you catching niggas off guard. Now they doing, he knew to do little shit like that. He had an instinct for this shit. But it was like, bro, you was using your instincts all wrong, dog. You was literally doing this shit for evil, bro. Like, this was an evil ass nigga, dog. Um, if you're the feds, because like looking at this timeline and shit, like, it's so many different drops, like the the internal affairs shit that we talked about. They dropped the ball there. Case got dismissed. Niggas got away. Like, do you go after some of them people? Like, I feel like everybody who knew and didn't do shit, I don't give a fuck if it's a fine, if it's community service, if it's your license got to go to the review you board. You got to get fired, and you can't do this nigga, job no more. Bro, which is wild because the Freddie Gray cops are still working currently. Right now, 2022, them niggas is currently at work BPD. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is how corrupt they I don't think I knew that. Yeah, this is how corrupt they shit is. That the, the the police officers who, one thing, I said it back then when it happened, I do feel like they got overcharged. I feel like in a lot of cases, against police especially, the charge ain't right. You going for second degree murder when you could have gone for manslaughter, and them niggas could have did some time, but then you overcharge and now they get no time. I feel like that fucks us in a lot of cases. Um, and I feel like Freddie Gray was one of them cases where... It's one of them things where you damn near got the public pressure. Yeah. You got to overcharge. You got to overcharge to get people off your back. When you when you overcharge to get people off your back, and when they don't get charged with the shit that you overcharge them for, the people is on your back. Oh, man. This shit is sad. It's disappointing. Um... I the look, fact that when all the Freddie Gray shit started happening yeah, yeah. and the people going crazy, is what did, was he on drugs? Wayne, yeah, yeah. Wayne was fucking turned up when he seen them riots, dog. Like, cause it was like he had to be on coke, fam. The way he drove that van alone scared me. I was like, yo, this nigga's bugging the fuck out right now. But dog. like, you know, he he wanted to be all tough and everything, but it looked like he saw in his eyes, like, God damn it, they they didn't bug back. Bro, the pot. Listen, it's a cliche, but it's true. The power is within the people. Mm. There's strength in numbers. Mm. I get that the police got guns and torches. I mean, um, uh, tear gas and all that shit. Yeah, it's just too many people for them, dog. Yeah, it's yeah. too many people, and they're people. So. The the scene where they where Wayne came down to the riots, the cops was overwhelmed at that point. 
I mean, they regular people. Yeah. And like, I know most of them know Freddie got the, the wrong yeah. end of the deal. Yeah. And if when some shit hit the fan, how many of them are going to stay on that side? Because when they friends and family and loved ones is on the other side. Yeah. Like, I thought I saw that on a couple of them faces when they was talking about Freddie Gray. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I mean, he white. Why you say, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I thought I saw that. And But then it's like, what's wild is like, even if they if they if they gave us that feeling and evoked that feeling, at the end of the day, all them niggas kind of ended up bending to yo. But that's that's Wayne Jenkins. That's Wayne. He the most powerful nigga in the fucking unit. This nigga getting promoted like a motherfucker. This nigga getting come on, dog. Yeah, it's wild, man. He Wayne fucking Jenkins, man. Um, I also thought that uh, what scene was that, bro? Oh, the scene when he was uh when he was talking to his bail bond nigga, and the nigga, because again the the way they doing the timeline. Now that I feel like I kind of I know this week this year this this week wasn't bad for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the scene where they was on the dock and he was telling dog like, yo man, that thing we talked about, man, you you still want to do that? And dog was like, I mean, shit, right now, I'm dealing with coke. Nigga, Wayne said, that ain't no problem. Nigga was like, all right. Oh, that ain't no problem. Yeah, that ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. Nigga's like, all right, nigga, 15. Nigga was like, oh, if, if that 15 steady, we could do that. And then brought him fucking two gigantic bags of Oxy. And dog said, what the fuck you want me to do with that? Sell it, motherfucker. My nigga, why you trying to sell drugs? Bro, how greedy are you, my nigga? I, I don't, I, I don't understand. Did you, what, did, did you need Money for a cancer treatment. Like, did your did your son need a heart, nigga? Okay, is he John Q? Like, what what's going on? And that was like the worst period in battle rap when niggas was doing the John Q heart bar. Yo, I it, seen it was some, rough. I seen some some good ones, dog. I mean, I seen a few that I loved, but then it it got dark. Like, did this was his son? Like, did his son get arrested or something? I don't know, but. That oh, nigga wasn't trying to maybe, play football. Maybe that was his. Uh, that was just the the bell bottom. He he lied and said it. Cause remember he left the. Uh, left oh the yeah, scene. yeah. To go right to the bell bondsman crib, nigga. You ain't go. And he was like, yeah, no, nah, uh, I I gotta go. And nigga was like, oh, you father of the year. I was like, nigga, you ain't even doing shit. You really an asshole, dog. You a fucking jerk, and you out here getting people killed, man. Um, going into these last couple episodes, cause what we do know. Is that not much changed? Uh, even when the DOJ chick went to go holler at the police chief, nigga, um, and she was talking to him, and she straight up asked him, like, yo, like, why is these people on the street? Like, we got records of cops perjuring themselves on the stand who can literally no longer get testified. They can't come to court no more. But these niggas is at work right now. How was that possible? And dog basically was just like, yo, to be honest, eh. It just is what it is, motherfucker. You think we got any more cameos? Uh, I don't think so. I am hoping that we see Poot again. I feel like they just kind of got away from my dog. I, I get that his part of the story may not have been super vital, but I'm like, the downfall of the GTTF did start with his character and his partner and they work on a narcotics unit. So he was like, back on. He was on. The partner episode. was back. Yeah, I'm like, I, I would like to see my dog again. I don't know if we see any new cameos though. I wouldn't be mad though. Um, I, I really Prop wouldn't. Joe. Be. Did Prop Joe pass? In real life, he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, huh. Uh, going into these final two episodes, man. I, I 
Again, I didn't I didn't read like how he, all of this ended. That'd be fire, nigga. Bring Idris on this motherfucker, nigga. Oh shit, I forgot. Go get Wood Harris on this motherfucker, nigga. It's, it's mad niggas y'all can just Slim throw Charles in was on that first Slim Charles was on their lowest shit on the first episode, bro. Um but I always could tell that nigga when I hear his voice. Him and uh him and Slow him and Weebay. Him and Weebay. When I hear their voices, man, I can turn around. I seen Hassan Johnson on here, dog. Yo, man. Yeah, when is uh Flatbush when is Flatbush back, dog? Flatbush I need Flatbush misdemeanors. Flatbush misdemeanors might have been top two and not two. My favorite shit we found last year, dog. That shit was phenomenal television. Um, this episode was fire, man. Uh, Wayne Jenkins, you are one of the dirtiest motherfuckers ever. Uh, I I'm excited to see how the story wraps. I feel like we've seen. Oh, Herschel, he got to be next week. Is he alive? Detective, yeah, he in prison. Him and Wayne both caught mad years. I think Herschel, earliest he's up for uh, getting out is 2037. Wayne Jenkins is like 2040. Um, something like that. But uh, I feel like in the interrogation room next week, because they've been doing like a different cop every week, Herschel got to be next week. Because going into the finale, it got to be Wayne Jenkins. So I would imagine Herschel up next week. But uh Yo, man, this shit was fire. These niggas is dirty. This this show really shows how deep police corruption can go um, and how deeply rooted that sort of shit is, and I think they're doing a phenomenal job how at it. How easy it is to do. Fam. And how easy it is to bypass, like, punishment for the corruption. Like, this shit went on for years unpunished. Wayne Jenkins only had the GTTF for two years, nigga. Because I was doing dirt in my other unit. Y'all shut down the task force. Nigga, I wasn't even part of this shit. I brought my dirt from my other unit. That nigga went from just being an asshole, beating up black people, to robbing black people. Man. Because it's, it's wild when you realize how much you can really get. Yo, I'm the satisfaction I'm getting from beating y'all ain't got nothing to do with 20000 nigga. 100000 nigga. Like, now I'm taking home cash. No, nah, I'm satisfied in a different level, bro. Um, Yo, man. Let us know what y'all thought about this week's episode. Let us know what y'all thought about this episode of the pod. Hit us up, thisweekinculturepod at gmail.com. Voice notes, Blackberry letters, whatever you got. Um, follow us, This Week in Culture, on everything, all the socials, man. Fuck with us. DM us. Let us know what you think about the show. And as always, man, we appreciate everybody listening, everybody rocking with us, everybody supporting us. Um, yeah, man. So next week, I'm Ant. That's Jay. Episode 239, we out.